1: Welcome to another edition of The Love of the Star. I am Bobby Belt, Dallas Cowboys insider for 105.3 The Fan in Dallas. Joined, as always, by former Super Bowl-winning NFL scout Brian Broadus. He is now the co-host of the G-Bag Nation, Monday through Friday, 2 to 7 p.m. Central on The Fan. Uh, you can also hear him as the co-host of the pre- and post-game show on the Dallas Cowboys radio network. Brian, how you doing today? <laughs>
0: I am doing well, Robert. Thank you very much. Uh congratulations. I'm hearing news of you uh-huh. and some uh more uh well insider work, full time work, all those things going on with uh Sean and RJ in the morning. Yeah. So congratulations yeah. to that.
1: Oh, thank you. Yeah, I'll be joining the morning show. Uh Sean and RJ here at our station. The only thing is uh I I told them I'm not I'm not doing five thirty. I'll do six. I'll get there at six. Uh, Ratings start at six. That's when I'll start. Well, then
0: you're you're a ratings bonanza. There's no question about that.
1: (laughs) So uh, yeah, that's what I'll jump on it. Uh, Brian, uh, we've got uh, some comments from the quarterback that I think are interesting that I want to jump into during this first segment um, because they they address something that's been a big topic for fans this week, and they address something uh, that the coach has talked about a lot. Um and and that's these option routes. Sure, and with these receivers. And uh, you know, Mike McCarthy has admitted as much that he doesn't he doesn't like option routes. He's not a fan of them. Um, and, and they've had their issues at times. The the you know the two interceptions uh were were meant to be guys in certain places that didn't get there, and and you know bad reads or knocked up their route. But we we've seen these two interceptions recently: one against Chicago, one against the Packers, where CD Lamb didn't cross the face of the safety and Dak thought he was threw it got it picked off um and so the, the the question has come up now should you eliminate option routes from the game plan if Mike McCarthy doesn't like him and you're throwing interceptions should you take him out Dak Prescott weighed in on that uh on Thursday
2: no, no, you don't eliminate it. Uh, it's a big time play. I mean, they're, they're those those are big plays that we're making on on other other times and other situations. And I think make sure that he sees the coverage the same way I see the coverage. And yeah, knowing knowing what I'm gonna throw in, as I said, it's 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 a trust thing. Knowing that yeah, sometimes it's gonna be a catch and hit, but uh, th- that's what it is. But more importantly, we've got to see the coverage the same way and make sure we are reacting to it that way.
1: It's interesting. Uh, first off, the Dak used language. I mean, yeah. he, used, he he uses. Salty language, just not usually at a podium. Uh, he he's usually more buttoned up than that. Uh, he he tries to be uh, show a sense of decorum, um, but that he would use the language, and then that he would say so forcefully. Nope, you don't take those out of the game plan. Uh, and then the other interesting thing I thought there was, he said, with the understanding that sometimes you're going to catch the ball and get hit. That's yeah. a little interesting. Is that is that a hey guys shouldn't be scared about you know running over the middle and, and fighting for the ball?
0: No, I, I think it was more sometimes it's – I don't think he was talking about the physical play. Maybe I heard it wrong. I think he was talking about sometimes you're going to hit those plays. You know, I, that that's kind of what I got from it. That you want to hit the, it again?
1: I yeah. think he said, he said you're going to get hit. Let me see.
2: No, no, you don't eliminate it. Uh, it's a big time play. I mean, they're, they're those those are big plays that we're making on on other other times and other situations. And I think make sure that he sees the coverage the same way I see the coverage. And yeah, no, knowing, knowing what when I'm going to throw in, as I said, it's 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 a trust thing, knowing that, yeah, sometimes it's going to be a catch and hit. But uh, th- that's what it is. But more importantly, we've got to see the coverage the same way and make sure that we're reacting to it that way.
1: So you're right, Brian. I'm dumb and I heard catch and get hit, but it's catch and hit.
2: No, and catch so, and hit. And, and yeah, it's okay.
0: Yeah. I mean, but it, it could be, yeah, it's going to be catch and hit too. You know, and sometimes it, you know, I, I I I just take it as, listen, the quarterback doesn't want to eliminate the plays. Okay. The head coach is not a big fan of the particular option routes. The, yeah. the head coach is, they're not running his offense. Maybe there's some influences that he has along the way. But the one thing the head coach is going to say is, listen, we can't keep turning the ball over if we're not seeing this the right way. Right. You know, you look at the games that the Cowboys have lost here recently. It has been because of some turnovers, you know, and, you know, they've also had games where they've been able to win, but they've turned the ball over as well. And it's been on certain routes, you know, and that's, the quarterback, I, I am all for doing everything you can to help the quarterback. If the quarterback believes that you need to continue to run these routes, it's a it's a vital part of the game plan, by all means help it. But also be very mindful and explain to him that listen, you throw that ball in the middle of the field and it gets intercepted again by a free safety standing there. We're not going to do this anymore. You know, now maybe there's other option routes and stuff like that that they're hitting on which they, you know, by all means, continue on. But if you keep throwing the ball in the middle of the field and the receiver doesn't go get it and it ends up an interception, then we're not going to do this anymore. But I, I'm i with Doc. You know, if, if he feels like that it needs to be something continued into the offense, help him. But also with the understanding of, you throw that ball in the middle of the field and that receiver doesn't read it the right way or you don't read it the right way. And we turn it over again, you know, and cost us points and cost us a game. We're not doing this bleep anymore.
1: It's interesting because part of the thing with option routes, too, is that you don't necessarily know when they run them unless they miss. Like, like it's hard to, to tell somebody. It may have been drawn up a certain way, but, you know, if, if you see them hit one, you you don't know all the time that it was a read. You may just think that it was the design of the play, but uh, I guess the thing that was frustrating, especially though, I feel like you've got to eliminate the ones where the, the safety was in the middle of the field pre-snap. Like that was a read that you could have seen, like just by the fact that he didn't move out of his air, like pre-snap, you could have seen, all right, if he stays right there, I'm crossing his face. And he didn't. Um, And and is that, is that communication? Like, I I don't know. How do you? Absolutely. It is. I mean,
0: it's, like if you're if you're going to call a play and you understand there's a chance of you know it's there's a chance of a read I think every route all routes that are run there's some form of a read to it you know there's some form of a a pivot uh, a curl an out there's always something back shoulder there's always some read to it
2: yeah but
0: if you if you call a particular play and you know that that route is going to take CeeDee Lamb into the middle of the field. And he seems like to be the one right now that's kind of struggling with this. So if you know that you got CD Lamb in the slot and he's running up the field and he's going to have to break inside of a safety, and you get that play call in your headset as you're standing in the huddle and you look at CD and you say, listen, they're calling this. If that safety's standing there, you make that read, you know, and I'll throw it. So I I think that there has to be a little bit of that communication even before the play is executed, whether it's a huddle, uh, huddle warning or a visual warning. With when he's on the outside and you look over at him and you look up at the field and you see a safety standing there, you know. I think like, hey, I see with that safety standing. Do you see it? And you do it visually, or you do it with a hand signal. You know, like, hey. This thing's on, okay? i, I see where with it. Safety's going to – so, yeah, that's where the communication is. You they had
1: to... – Dak and Amari Cooper hit a uh, – you remember they hit that big 75-yard touchdown the first game against the Eagles they played together? Yeah. That uh, one where Coop had three touchdowns. Yeah. And Coop and told everybody that – he told them in the huddle, hey, let's take a shot. And Dak was like – no, like it was a stop route. He's like, no, we're just going to run the stop. And he gets out there, and he said he saw the coverage he had and he said he signaled to me that we were going for it, that we were yeah. going to take a shot. And it's funny, it was it was uh, what it appeared, because once he said that, I went back and watched to see, okay, what, what did the signal look like? And it was very subtle. It was just Dak looked over, and then as he looked back to the line of scrimmage, you saw him just put his like hand in his ear hole uh, of his helmet and just kind of tug on it, like almost like he was adjusting. But yeah. otherwise, that was the only sort of signal. So those are the sorts of subtle signals you think they need to, to work out and have in place to to make these sorts of things work.
0: Yeah, if you're if you're in a situation where you're Dak Prescott and you get that call in your head and your headset there in the huddle, you and you look over at C D Lamb and say, hey, okay, this is where we're at now. This is one of those plays. You know, quickly. Now just make sure you see where we're what, what we're doing here. Or like you said, a very subtle uh whether thumbs up, uh hang loose, whatever sign you want to give, you know, tug on your how whatever you want to do to tell him, hey, I see this. Do you see this? And CD, you know, looks back at him and just nods his head. You know, that's all you need that to know that if I throw that ball to you, you're going to be where you need to be. And it's it's pretty simple. You know, quarterbacks and receivers do it all the time. High school football, college football, and the NFL.
1: Dak was asked a little bit more specifically about uh, the communication between their wide receivers. Here's What he had to say?
2: Just communicating with the guys, uh, honestly, um, and making sure that they, they, as I said, see things that, see the, uh, see things the way that I do. Um, and then when they do, uh, yeah, I'm going to let it rip. And I mean, honestly, those, those two interceptions were, I, I can't necessarily say heat checks, but I believe in my arm and I believe in those guys to go make those plays. And as I said, it's just about being on the same page. And that's what, uh, we hammered it on the sideline and we've, we've nailed it and, uh, it's behind us and we've grown from it. And those looks come up again. I'm going to throw the ball again. And I guarantee there's a different result.
1: All right, so Dak digging in. Dak is saying, "I'm throwing these option routes, oh, yeah. in, and, yeah. and and my receivers just need to get on the same page." This is actually about as forceful as we hear Dak talk. Like, like you're not generally going to hear Dak talk more forcefully than he is like this. And and for him to say, "Hey, it's something we we hammered in, in the second half or on the sideline," and in the second half they had a lot more success. In fact, they they hit the exact same route with the exact same look in overtime. That was the the catch CD made in overtime. Uh, so, Brian, do you think it's uh, it's been Smoothed over, it's been glossed over. You think this isn't something that you can just fix with a talk on the sideline?
0: No, I think you can fix things like this. And I, you know, and I think when the play is called with the problems that you've had, the two interceptions that you've had, and Dak's right, it's not a heat check throw. That, you know, that's a, that's a, I think I could beat this coverage with this route and this pass. Now, now it's on really on CD though, because Dak has come out and said, I'm going to still throw this ball. And yes, I still want these option routes. Now it's on CD or any of these other receivers that if that particular play is called, you've got to get your ass inside and get that catch. You know, you're probably going to catch it. You're probably going to get hit, but you've got to get in there and make that play because I'm still going to throw that football. Now, if all of a sudden we see another breakdown and, you know, and and Hunter Smith, you know, standing in the middle of the field and catches a ball, you know, off one of these type plays, then you're going to then you're going to no longer see those routes run. Or, you know, you're going to see other routes uh, develop than the ones that they're turning the ball over on.
1: Who needs to be part of these conversations? If this is something where C.D. Lamb's just seeing it differently, is that something that exclusively needs to be a conversation between Dak Prescott and, and CD Lamb, or is that something where Kellen Moore, Robert Prince? Oh yeah, all, and they all of them. talking to CD Lamb.
0: All of them, all of them. You know, that's when you know, and you got Kellen on the sideline. You got you know, you got everybody down there to to say, hey, listen, this is the look we got. You've got to get inside. You can't not you know take it up the field. So yeah, that, that's that that is not just Dak and CD or any other receiver. That is. Coordinator, receivers coach, head coach, you know, everybody involved. They all need to know, okay, what just happened there? And you know, to their credit, you talk about what they were able to do in overtime. You know, obviously they got together and and figured out what they needed to do.
1: When you look at guys coming out in your experience when you're scouting, how advanced, and, and I know concepts have changed at the college level and everything else, but how advanced were guys? at the receiver position in terms of when they came out at being able to make those sorts of reads it was that a learning curve typically for them
0: yeah I mean when the when it's a lot different than it was 20 years ago when I was scouting uh, you know, it, a lot different uh, learning curve for wide receivers you know you didn't have uh, in, in this day and age, you have the, in college football, the, the ability to throw. There were teams back 20, 25 years ago that threw the ball a lot. yeah. But there was more balance to them, more balance to their offense. And as we've progressed through the development of the college game and the pro game, wide receivers not only catch a lot of balls in high school, catch a lot of balls in college, So the learning curve is really, really not as steep as it once was. I remember, I think I did a study where it was like, you know, a rookie receiver was 48 receptions, like 890 yards and four touchdowns. That was a a really successful first-round receivers year. And, you know, now you've got these receivers with the number of targets they get, uh, with the number of receptions they get uh, it, it, the passing game has really, really evolved, uh, say in the last 20 years, uh, uh, since I've really been in the league scouting
1: next, uh, last clip actually here from Dak Prescott, which I thought was an interesting one. He was talking about the, the importance of CD lamb to this offense, what he means, uh, but almost seemed to be priming things a little bit for, Hey, when, when he breaks out, uh, that, that may mean uh, a decrease in, in some targets.
2: He's a huge playmaker for us and we know what his, his capabilities are. And so when he goes out there and has a 10 plus game, uh, 10 plus catch game, 150 yards, a couple of touchdowns, yeah, you want to build on that. Uh, Not only that, understanding that the defenses may show him some more attention and he has to know that that's where his assists come. And so um, no matter if he's getting the ball or not, he's going to be, he's going to be dialed in and knows, knows his impact to this offense and to the game.
1: Is that, a, is that a reasonable uh, position from Dak there to just say, hey, remember, even if you're not getting the ball, you're still affecting the offense. You need to stay locked
0: in. Oh, no, absolutely. I mean, you, you see in this day and age, these receivers do a great job of, I can't tell you how many times I've watched the All-22 and seen Dalton Schultz, you know, uh, other receivers run routes that have cleared out or given opportunity to uh, teammates. Now, the other day in the Green Bay game, they, you know, Dalton Schultz, you know, what we're learning was they, they the separation was bad there. You know, you, you, know, you got to get to your spot. You got to get further up the field. The, the field shrinks down there. So, yeah, uh, Dak's absolutely right. You need to always be ready for the ball to come in your direction, but you also need to be able to run your route and clear things out or take guys with you that uh, allow others to shine. Has CD
1: ever to you look, looked like he w- he was a little checked out of a game or, or do you think I've that, seen,
0: that's... I've seen, I've seen body language games. I, I see. Where... I,
1: feel like, I feel like he beats himself up when he, he has, he does. I, I I I don't think he, he checks does. out and pouts when he doesn't get the ball. Right. I, I I think he has a I think he has a trouble. I think he occasionally has trouble moving on to the next play when he's he does something super,
0: wrong. Super. He's super critical of himself as he plays. You could tell, and he, you know, the other day in that when I was talking to Dalton Schultz, that interception they had, you know, he was very agitated and animated on the sidelines about depth and what needs to be done. And and we talked about it on our show the other day too. I guarantee you they ran that play three times in practice, once each day. And every time it was the right spacing, uh, the catch was made, you know, it's, it's one of those plays where you're like, okay, we're going to go to this play. This is going to be our play for this, for this, uh, for this series. And every time they ran it in practice, I'm sure it was a touchdown. And then you get in the game and then you're like, well, Dan, we practiced this play three times, and we got it wrong in the game, and look what the result was. I think CD is very, very hard on himself uh, throughout games, and, and I think that affects the way he plays at times.
1: You are listening to the Love of the Star podcast. The Love of the Star is an Odyssey podcast, and you can find it on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.